0: Hello, I'm Eve, the host of Die Happy Tonight. Welcome to my podcast. Eve's Drop features true stories from the bold women that frequent our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy. So I was walking past the bar, and some guy was like, yo, ma. And I kind of ignored it because that's not usually the way things go around here, you know? Like, the guys don't really are that outspoken right right so I kind of just ignored it and then uh his friend ran up to me and was like hey like my friend wants to talk to you I'm so sorry but um would you come talk to us So then I walk over to them and I'm talking to them they get me a drink one of them says where are you from and that's a question I get asked a lot just because I guess the way I look it's kind of like you don't know where I'm from so he goes where are you from and I said where am I from or where am I from from and he was like, both, I guess. So I told him I was from New Jersey, and he asked what part of New Jersey, and I told him. And he goes, no way, that's where I'm from too. This is the friend, by the way, not the guy who said Yoma. mom. So then I was just like, um, how is that possible? Like, how old are you? Turns out we're the same age. And when we find that out, we go. I say to him, I go, okay, what middle school did you go to on three? One, two, three, both at the same time drop our middle schools and then basically we find out that we actually grew up together i just didn't recognize him he lost a lot of weight he looks amazing i mean i'm sure he didn't recognize me because i mean my outfit and the glitter eyeshadow probably doesn't help i wasn't wearing this in sixth grade you know so yeah and then we just got to catch up all night long i actually spent the entire night with him he was just it was just so it was one of those moments where i've tried to describe it to people so many times and no matter I can't just disc- I can't say this story, and perfectly portray how shook we were and how bizarre and how like amazingly weird the entire experience was. Like there's no way for me to put it that would. Yeah. Like I wish I could pass that. that- it's funny because all night we were both saying that we're like there's no one we could tell this to that would actually understand how crazy this feels. Like we can go back home and tell our friends about this, but like nothing will be able to replicate how bizarre that feeling is to look at someone and like remember like especially at a place like this especially in a place like this especially since we both grew up in a different state and we both found ourselves not at any club but at this exact club you know there's so many different clubs you can go to in Manhattan so we were both yeah. here not only that but then his what? friend his friend is the one who reached out to me in the first place like he I would have never talked to him unless he came up to like unless apologize for his friend you know yeah so, that was pretty, that was pretty wild. And now we, keep, now we stay in touch, too, like. No way. Yeah, yeah, because like we, I don't, yeah, I mean, how could you not? And we were just like, you know, it was so long ago that we just were, like, the things that we remember about each other were just so funny. Like, Do you remember him? Yes, how could I not remember him? I went to a small suburban, like, suburban? Suburbia, Subur- yeah, suburbs, suburbs, whatever. I went to a small middle and elementary school, like how could I not remember this guy? So, um, yeah, and then apparently like the only thing he remembered about me in our childhood was, and it was so funny, because he goes, you know the only thing I remember about you? And I finished a sentence, I go, that time I pantsed our friend Francesca. And he goes, yeah! And I'm like, that's so funny that out of all the years we went to school together, the only thing you can remember about me is that I got suspended for panting that girl. <laughs> Which, Francesca, if you're listening to this, I sincerely apologize. It was a different time in my life. That I would, would have never wild. pantsed you now without your consent, okay? <laughs> without your consent. Although I would love to see how great your ass looks these days, so <laughs> shout <laughs> me out, baby girl. <laughs> What's been one of your most wild nights uh, in yeah in Europe <laughs> oh <laughs> like gosh am I supposed to remember the wild night isn't that like the whole whatever, whatever comes to mind um a wild oh god okay <laughs> I was actually with one of my friends in Paris that I met at Rosewood yeah so um we went we like got together we met each other at Rosewood we became super close then our ber- we found out our birthdays are like super close to each other, so we're like, why don't we take all this money and go to Europe? Just we both we both booked a one-way trip. That's like the Cheetah Girls. Oh, it was like Cheetah Girl Girls, Cheetah Head. Sisters. Like it's that's the theme for the night. Cheetah Girls. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. I mean, that's just like a rosewood girl though. Like that I feel like that embodies a rosewood girl as you get to know a girl from just like seeing each other in the dressing room every single night, getting ready together, sharing eyeshadow, and then one day she looks at you and is like, "Tickets to Paris right now are super cheap. Do you want to book a one-way ticket with me for our birthdays?" And you can't say no to that kind of question. Yeah. I've done a lot worse for a lot less. So I was just like, "I'm in." So, we went and um one, I don't know, one of the people that she got super close with. So we actually got us a really nice hotel room in Paris, um, just for one night. So we were there for like five days, but we had this gorgeous hotel room for just one night. So leave it to us, two Leos, our birthdays are both at the end of July and early August. So two Leos in Paris managed to get one of the most gorgeous penthouse hotel rooms and throw an after party with a bunch of strangers we never met together. No. And way. we're only in Paris for five days. We only have this hotel room for twenty four hours and what do we manage to pull off? Crazy after party and Yeah, it was amazing. That was probably like the most memorable thing I'll probably ever have to live down. I mean I woke up in this gorgeous bed, king size bed next to her. And we're like both wearing <laughs> bathrobes, like those gorgeous, like I didn't fat sure none of your shit gets stolen. Be worried. You know when you have like seventy people shoved into a penthouse and you're just they all they're all speaking French. You're kind of just like not thinking about that sort of thing. Oh, also like alcohol, fine. alcohol. You know you don't really. I was just too busy having a great time to
1: Good think about you. that. We were all like
0: worked out. it was like a no yeah it was it ended up being amazing um, and we're so lucky that this person got us the room because we just chart like. They got us all the drinks that were charged to the room, and room service, and lattes, the, ne- lattes the next morning, which out of everything that we charged to the room, the lattes, were we were the most grateful for. Like, I wrote a handwritten note to him, being like, that latte that next morning after that after-party we threw saved my life. I know you don't know me, but I stayed in that hotel room, and that latte, thank you. You're doing the Lord's work, because yeah. that was everything. Um, but yeah, that party was crazy. Like, we it was this gorgeous hotel. I'm gonna butcher the name, so I won't even bother saying it. Um, but we everyone was like, we drew a bubble bath, and like I was taking a bubble bath during the party, and everyone was just like, it was super late, and it was the end of August, which is when everyone kind of like flees Paris. So it was just a bunch of people who were like not interested in really going out that night, and we just all wanted to stay in and enjoy company, and drink, and smoke cigarettes, and take a bubble bath, and. That's so French. I know, right? <laughs> if only there was like a croissant there, it would yeah. have like <laughs> icing on the cake. Um, what's like been a crazier experience you've had in this city? I think over time I've definitely developed new kinks, I've dropped old kinks. With different partners, the kinks change for sure. I think one consistent one is just like, daddy role play. But then again, like what girl doesn't go into bed and just start calling her man daddy? Like, if you're not, maybe I would suggest trying it if you feel comfortable because it hits different, it changes things. Um, So that's definitely the most consistent one that I've had from like, pretty much the first time I had sex, I was just like, that's how it's gonna be from now on. so, daddy role play is always big. Um, and then just like classic rough. Just like the yeah. classics, like a little choking goes a long way, right? Sue me, seriously. God forbid I want you to choke me. If it's the right person and I'm feeling comfortable around them, a slap goes. If you slap me, I'm not gonna hold it against you. Um, But like I said, it's, like, person to person. Like, I wouldn't... If I get in bed with someone and it's just not there, I would hope they don't just go all willy-nilly and start slapping me left and right, you know? Like, there definitely has to be a form of, like, mutual vibe and maybe, like, God forbid, consent happening, you know, where, like, asking the person... I mean, I think, like, the best partners I've had are the ones who make sure I'm, like, cool with everything before it happens, you know? It's... Better yeah. safe, like I'd rather you kind of not ruin the moment because even it does it doesn't ruin the moment, but like I'd rather you take a, a pause moment to ask me than just go ahead and do it because there's no going back once you do that. Like that yeah. for me, like you know what I mean? Like you can't take a slap back, <laughs> but like I would definitely give you a little I mean, more you could slap him back. Yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> even the playing feel, but like I would definitely be like way more cool about it if you're just like I'm about to slap you. Or like, is it cool if I slap you? Or or are you into slapping? And then yeah. I'd be like, yeah, what part are we talking about? Like, What's next, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know why, but I think I'm just like a little sneaky. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can find a way out of this that's like totally. Like one time I quit a job by telling them. And I didn't, like it was in my contract to have a two week notice, you know? And I quit a job by calling them the night before my shift at like 9 p.m. When this was like a very nine to five, you don't call your boss outside of work type of job. Yeah. I called my boss from the Dominic Hotel. And like, I was just, yeah, I was at the Dominic Hotel. I called my boss at 9 p.m. And I say, I got a um, job or I got I booked a role in Hollywood. I have and they start filming tomorrow, I can't show up to work anymore. Like that was my excuse. And at 9 p.m. at the Dominic Hotel I when I was it like if you called me and said that. Cut, yeah, he was like, wait, but you have like two weeks, like it's in your contract to put in two weeks. And I was like, Well they want to start filming tomorrow. What do you want me to do? I was like, the show must go on. I have to go. <laughs> you're lying. Yeah. And yeah, and looking back, I'm like, okay, now I can't put this on my resume and you're definitely not my best reference. And that's something I'm gonna have to live with, but in the moment at 9 p.m. when I was like 12 margaritas deep at the Dominic Hotel, I was like, this is the best idea ever. Like, why don't I just tell them I got a role in a film? Like, it makes sense, right? And I told them, I went this whole thing, they're flying me out tomorrow, like, I don't have a choice. I, I auditioned for this role before I ever even applied for this job. I've been wanting, this is my big break. I've been wanting I this was like, I've been wanting this. I'm like, I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I missed my Disney Channel moment. This is my big break. Like, and he So like, Jersey. This yeah. Is like jersey oh, yeah. Voice. Yeah, of course. I, I really believed in the fantasy. I almost believed myself. <laughs> As I was telling him this, I was like, damn, like, I should be an actress. Because look at, I'm convincing this guy. Um, so I didn't show up for my two weeks. That's and I definitely can't ever use that on my resume but okay, I'll be a reference. yeah my mom is my reference and she like I just put different numbers for your mom for my mom yeah she's anxious them all and I'm like this number is gonna be from when I worked at the nail salon never worked at a nail salon this number is from when I was your receptionist I used to be a receptionist not the best one which is why I'm using my mom this one's from when I was a waitress at your bar like oh, when there's a bunch of different numbers. yes it's like when you like want to get a free so trial babe. so you use new emails a free child? Like when you get a free trial, oh. no, trial, not child, that's the tequila talking. No, like a free trial so you like have 18 different gmail accounts Yeah. and it's like I will not pay for my netflix account, I'm just gonna keep on using yeah. different versions of my name with various like complicated numbers, that's like my mom for my references. I love that, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and do you have anything else you want to share maybe to a girl that's never been here, or a guy, or someone that's kind of... Hesitant? Hesitant is a good word. Um, if it's a girl, I, like, I've like turned like all my friends into dancers. It's like my MO. Like, I feel like I'm the herder. What's it, like the sheep herder? What's that called? Dancer. A shepherd! A shepherd! I'm, like, the dancer shepherd. Like, you should get, like, the shepherd. Yeah, like, I don't know, seriously, like, the staff thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, or I... Like, make it a stripper pole. Yes. Like, <laughs> I am the stripper shepherd, and that is going to actually be my new Gmail when I have a Netflix trial ending soon. I'm the stripper shepherd. You can't meet, like, if you're... A, woman like you cannot meet me for more than five minutes without me saying come to work with me tomorrow because you're going to love this and it's going to change your life and um yeah i just think just for fun you just enjoy like for a girl i know i think like this has changed my life like we were just talking about the trip i went to on to europe like all my li- i mean like like i said i'm from jersey like i don't my family doesn't have shit and that's not why i'm necessarily here like i'm not here because I don't have any other options. I was making fine money as a waitress. There's like a big stereotype, too. Oh, huge stereotype is idea where it's like I have nowhere else to go. This is my last resort. Like I hate that thing where it's like I'm like when people are stressed about school, they're like fuck it, I'll just be a stripper. And I'm like, "How about like just be a stripper and go to school?" Like ever think about that? Like it doesn't have to be exclu- like exclusive things. Like, you can be both, and it, and being a stripper is, doesn't have to come at the point where you say, fuck it. Yeah. It can come way before yeah. and not have to be, like, a last resort. Like, this is not... This is my first resort. Like, this is my plan A. Like, I have all of the qualifications to be a receptionist right now while I'm in school, to work the job as a waitress, to do, like, whatever I want. Like, I have full faith that I can do whatever I want in life, but right here and right now, Given that I'm going to school full time Given that like I'm paying off for school I'm Traveling So like Paying rent Like this is what I want to do Not to mention like Who doesn't love to drink on the job Like hello If, if I said that in the beginning I'm sure there would be a line at the door Like if you come here You're not getting fired For like, uh, drinking on the job So That's my first Suggestion But I just think like Within the first month that I started working here, I was in, like, mad credit card debt that I thought was going to follow me the rest of my life because, like, I was graduating school. Like, there, it was just all going to keep on piling up, you know, and it was just kind of like that old debt was going to blend into the new debt. I couldn't tell the difference between that debt and my school debt and my shoe debt and my rent debt. Like it was shoe Yeah, it was all just going to, like, accumulate, right? And I just accepted that, and then I worked here for a month and I paid it off, like, easy. Like, uh, something that I was trying to do for years just happened, like, so easily. And then a month later, I'm in Europe for five weeks, which is something that Paris was always, like, a dream for me. And then I spent five weeks in Europe, like, that could have never happened. First of all, if I was still a waitress, like, no one would find coverage for me for five weeks. Or, like, if you're working in an office, like, I used to work in an investment company last summer, I had, like, two sick days. I'm like, how does two sick days turn into five weeks in Europe? It doesn't. So, like, this is, like, the only opportunity that made sense for what I want to do with my life, which is travel, meet amazing people, buy the shit I want to buy, eat the places I want to eat, like, how else do you do that? And you're always, like, in a good mood when you're here, like, you're always... Because I mean, this is what people do when they're not at work. You know what I mean? Like, I do what I do at work is what people do on their work to do do and like do on their night off. Like, they have one night off a week and they show up here. And I'm like, it's so funny because, like, I also show up here (laughs) because I want to be here, but the difference between me and you is I'm getting paid to be here. So, like, for the girls who go out all the time and. I'm looking for something to do, I'm like, why won't you just go out and have a good time and also come have fun with us and make some money while doing it? Like, it only makes sense. My name is Jersey, and I'll see you at Rosewood. Eve's job, produced by Die Happy Tonight, a New York City-based nightlife design company and the creators of Rosewood. Meet the women in this podcast at our private events in New York City and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com.